All right. So, Alda, you you said you think you have an idea of what that selfie was all about, that you think you know, because I I don't think I've told that story on this show. Do you know what, what I was referring to? I'm, I'm going to assume. I'll just assume this. I'll assume that um, you had a burrito. I can't remember the order that you had it in. Okay. okay. So I'm just going to assume that you had a burrito and then, you know, you're probably feeling, okay, I'm good. I'm content. But then the other side of you kicked in and said, no, no, I'm going to go do a sub sandwich as well. So the only thing I can think of is that you had a combination. You did a burrito and you did a sandwich in the same meal. That's the only thing I can think of. You're very, very, very close. <laughs> you're so yeah. – uh, we had a new teammate join the team, right? I, I, a guy that had transferred from the University of Arizona named Chris Johnson. Hey, CJ, how you doing? Hopefully you're listening. Um, and he was new, and he didn't really know anybody. And we went to a party, and then we, we I, I'm leaving the party, and he says, hey, well, you know, where, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go grab a bite, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it a night. I'm going to go home. He goes, oh, cool. You know, you mind? And I said, yeah, come on. Let's go. So we go, and we get uh, burritos at Freebirds in Santa Barbara, famous burrito place yep. in, in Santa Barbara. And they have what are called monster burritos. You can get a regular one, but you can also get a mm-hmm. monster one, which is like the size of a shoebox. Sure. It's big. It's, I can only it's... imagine which one you chose, but okay. <laughs> you guys I, do anything. Uh, you do anything smaller. Got a veggie option. Um <laughs> So we both get these monster burritos, and we're sitting You cut there. it in half. <laughs> we're sitting at the table, and we, we eat these burritos, and we go. And in Santa Barbara, you ride bikes everywhere, right? Yep. So yeah, we had our bikes out in front, mm-hmm. and we go back to get on our bikes. And I said, all right. You're talking about motorcycles, right? <laughs> no, this was my – I did something called – you know, this is a, a side. You know what my bike was called? It was What's called that? a Sheffield. It was the wimpiest little bike that you've ever seen. I looked like a grizzly bear riding a tricycle. It was ridiculous. Um, All right. So I I said to him, I said, all right. And I I said to him, I said, you want to hear something weird, CJ? I said, you know, you see that sandwich place over there? I could could go hit that right now. And he looks at me. And CJ's bigger than me. I'm I'm tall. Uh I'm about 6'3". And at the time, I wasn't heavy. But I was, you know, way north of 200 pounds. And Mm -hmm. CJ's much bigger than me. He's like 6'5", closer to 6'6", and like 230. Giant guy. Mm -hmm. And he says to me, looks at me, are you into that sort of thing? (laughs) And I said, yeah, I am. And he goes, let's go. And so we walked across the street, took down a giant submarine sandwich, and then called it a night. So it was it was almost like two guys that realized they're into drugs together. Like, you know what would go good right now? Yeah. Are, you, yeah. are you into that sort of thing? So yeah. that's what happened. And that's that was the intersection where it took place, right there all yesterday. And it was – You had enough – you had enough on that tweet that I could put the pieces together. I put the pieces together. <laughs> so and I, just by knowing know. you. That's how I know it was the only, yeah, probably a yeah. little context of the last several years along the way. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and I highly recommend it. A, 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 a sandwich is a great palate cleanser after a giant burrito. All right. The Dodgers have won eight division titles in a row. Yep. Eight division titles in a row. Coming into the season, we've said it a million times, Al, that we thought that not just you and me, but baseball people collectively thought, you know, Dodgers are going to win 100 easy. They're probably going to win 105. 110 is not out of the question. Where's their weakness? There is no weakness. They're going to basically just run through the regular season. Yep. If if everything breaks perfect, maybe they can set the record and get Mm -hmm. the most wins ever, 116. Okay. So that that very quickly went out the window. This is why we play the game, right? Right. Right. They had that 5-15 and stretch, so that all went out the window. But 
I've said it. You've said it. People that I trust have said this. Dodgers are going to be fine. Dodgers are going to start to play like themselves. Bellinger's going to start to play. Betts is going to start to play. Corey Seager's going to come back. Fine, fine, fine. Well, we're more than halfway through the season, and they're still not in first place. Their pitching staff is an absolute mess right now, as weird as that is to sound. Mm-hmm. And while I believe that they're the favorites, while I believe that they will win the division, I do not believe that it's going to be easy. I do not believe that they just race to it. I That they, they just all of a sudden – go and you turn around and you look and, oh, they're nine games clear of the rest of the field. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they're in a fight that starts tomorrow night in Colorado that lasts until the end of the regular season. Well, I think, you know, it's fair to say this. I think you could still feel everything you felt three months ago where you're, okay, it's going to figure itself out. Dodgers are going to be fine. But I think it's also safe to say you got doubt, and it's legitimate doubt. Trev, you don't know what the starting rotation is going to look like in the second half of the season. Some of that the Dodgers have control of. Some of that the Dodgers don't have control. But just looking at it today, whatever today is, July 15th as we sit here, um, there's some question marks. Alden Gonzalez, and I encourage you know Dodger fans out there, go read his article. It's on ESPN+. Plus. It's a fantastic article that kind of breaks down the probability of the San Francisco Giants to stay in first place in the division. The Padres, what are some of their strengths? What are their some weaknesses? And then, of course, about the Dodgers as well. He has on here that the Dodgers still have a 72% chance of winning the division. And this yeah, is they're a, the favorites. A, they're the favorites. I think yeah. 15% are the Giants, maybe the Padres around 10, 11%, something along those lines. But there are question marks that the Dodgers have that. You and I can sit here and we can have as much conversation as we want and we could talk about how they're still going to be fine. At the end of the day, I, I think, you know, and, and I, I like what you're saying about how important the rest of July is just in itself. You're facing the uh, the Giants seven times over the course of the next 15 days or whatever it is, but by the time July is done. Well, you've dominated the Giants. You haven't dominated, obviously, the Padres, so your hope is that you take care of the Giants like you have been, and then also you take advantage of the Colorado Rockies. Um, But still a lot of questions, still a lot of fair questions, and I think this will make for an incredibly exciting NL West race. Walker Bueller said something in the All-Star game that I think should give Dodger fans some optimism. And what he said was, and they they were talking about Trevor Bauer in the rotation, we can get to that in a minute, but Mm -hmm. he said, look, I like what we have, and Andrew Friedman has shown that he knows how to go out and find guys. And, and here, here's, here's where I want to eat a little crow. A couple too. angles on that one. Yeah, I, I, I want to eat some crow here because I was wrong on this. When the Dodgers went and got Albert Pujols, yep. I thought, no, this is this – is, I didn't think it was a bad idea because there was no risk. They weren't paying him anything. It, there, there was no downside yep. to it. If, if he went up and went 0 for 30 and they cut him, it really doesn't matter. But that's not the point. The point was, I thought that Albert Pujols was completely and totally washed. Sure. Just done. Just done. I'd, I'd seen him play a bunch of seasons in Anaheim, and it looked sure. like he was done. He comes over, and two things have happened. Number one, he's played pretty well. You know, he, he's, he's hitting. He's, he's hitting home runs, and he's, he's getting on base. He's, he's doing a good job. That's important. I also thought that his presence would be insignificant with the Dodgers. That, you know, I've got Clayton Kershaw. I've got Mookie Betts. I've got Corey Seager, who's a World Series MVP. I've got Cody Bellinger, who's a National League MVP. They've got plenty of gravitas. They've got plenty of guys that know what it's about. Albert Pujols is on – Kershaw is on this level. But those other guys are not on the level of, you know what, that guy's on a list, Pujols I'm talking about, that includes – Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron. 
He's on lists that include Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays. And just those guys. It's not like they're him and 30 other guys. The list is Pujols, Ruth, Aaron. The list is Mays and Pujols. You know what I mean? That He's on such an elite level that I think guys really do look to him and look at him as he's a tone setter. He's not the best player on the team. He's not one of the eight best players on the team. But he's brought something to that team that has been significant. And, and that is a great sign if you're a Dodger fan because – Andrew Friedman saw that and said, if we get him away from a bad team and put him on a good team, mm-hmm. he's going to bring something to this team, and I think he could probably do it again, whether it's a pitcher or some other piece. I'm very optimistic about that. Well, I, I don't think you're the only one that was not too optimistic about Albert Pujols coming to the Dodgers. And I think you know, it's easy to undervalue somebody at the late stage of his career that's been playing for a team that has done nothing. I mean, you, you have sat here and told me, um, how frustrating it is to see Mike Trout playing for the Angels because not that you don't want to see him have success with the Angels. They they have not had any success. So you can't see Mike Trout in the playoffs. You can't watch Mike Trout compete for a World Series. And, and the latest version of this is Shohei Otani. Paul, let, let's, it's so easy to forget where he came from, right? His success in big-time games, big-time matchups in the National League, by the way, it's so easy to forget that because for a long time, um, you know, Albert Pearls was one of the baddest men in Major League Baseball. And then for a long time, we were there was nothing to talk about. Ten years, so, practically. Right. So, so now he ends up in a predicament situation where imagine, you know, you looking at it saying, I want to give credit to Pujols. How about Albert Pujols? who's playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers, has, has another opportunity in his career, this late in his career, to win a World Series. So I think it's a combination of he feels so incredibly fortunate that he's in a predicament. He's in a situation where he can contribute. And by the way, it's not on his back. That's there it. are That's there it. are five other, six other guys that you're going to talk about way before you even mention Pujols' name. Yeah, if, if Albert Pujols goes 0 for 4 on a night and strikes That's out a couple That's not the storyline. It's not. Nobody cares. It's, yep. it's not. It's, it's it's what did Mookie do? It's what did Bellinger do? It is mm-hmm. who pitched. Muncy's got to be better, right? Sure. Muncy is your. You know, look. Let's call. Let's say what it is. This season, Max Muncy's been their best hitter, mm-hmm. and it hasn't been close. He's 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 their guy. What did he do? Chris Taylor's an All Star. Justin Turner's an All Star. Albert Pujols is he gets all of the good stuff and doesn't have to carry any of the water mm-hmm. which is which is a perfect role for him at this point in his career because all he needs to do is be Albert Pujols stand there and and bring because look I get it can you get Albert Pujols out now yes you can but if you make a mistake is he going to smoke it yeah he is he's a, he's at that point in his career like with a guy like Tatis, with a guy mm-hmm. like Otani, that even if you make a good pitch, they, they, they could still get you. They're dangerous guys, right? Albert Pujols isn't at that point anymore, but even major leaguers throw bad pitches. <laughs> even guys miss their spots mm-hmm. in the big leagues, and if you do, he's still dangerous enough. He's professional enough. He's seen – he's 20 years into his career. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that guy hasn't seen. There's nothing that you're going to do to him that he hasn't identified, and if you miss, he's going to kick your butt. And here's the key. Key comes down to this. Like you mentioned earlier, the front office went out and said, I think there's an opportunity here. And they went out and obviously brought him. And I think that has a lot to do. If Albert Pujols is on, you know, if, if he's on a team, when he was with the Angels, he was expected to deliver for them, right? Expected. Look at that contract. Of course, you better deliver. He's not expected to do anything for the Dodgers. So anything he does is actually just gravy. Mm-hmm. It's icing on the cake. That was a front office move that maybe this is what you're referring to with Walker Bueller, which when you read that quote, really what it tells you is 
nobody's expecting Trevor Bauer to, you know, come save the day or be back anytime soon. I don't, I don't think Never. anybody's expecting that. So with that in mind, that's also Walker Bueller saying he's got confidence in the front office and the front office, I don't think can sit back and do nothing. There's going to be moves that, that, that they most likely will have to make. Very quickly, I don't think about it too much. Do you think Trevor Bauer ever throws another pitch for the Dodgers? No. Neither do I. No, I don't. Neither do I. I don't I'd know be more they... surprised if we're having a conversation in the next couple of months that he's taken the mound than yeah. I would be if, if, the, if we don't see him anymore. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't know if they can cut him the way that people are suggesting. I think that there are all sorts of legal issues and contractual issues that you just can't do that, but I think that guy's done. Even if he doesn't get charged with a crime, even if they settle or whatever it might be, I don't think that guy ever wears a Dodger uniform ever again. All right. That's the good news for the Dodgers is that they've been able to identify something. I want to give you the bad news as well because there's a big piece of it, and it's not just this year. It's been going on longer than that. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee at 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You know, Al, how um, we were talking can, about can we some of the music things. play for a second? What music's this? Is this uh, Jodeki? Can we let Bob, Mar- <laughs> let Bob Marley do his thing, man? J.L. Sliwa. Oh, I, I, know, I actually knew a, this was Bob Marley. No, this, is, this is a classic here. I'm sure it's playing in the background all your days in Santa Barbara. All right, what's I, going on? No, it was one of those. This was kind of like a soundtracky kind of thing. It was on a mm-hmm. lot, and I was, I was like, "All right, that's enough. That's enough. Come on, let's let's let's, let's, uh, let's, let's turn on baseball tonight. That's enough. There we got there. You know, Oral Hershiser's pitching tonight. Come on, let's go. That's let's awesome. Make, that's All the girls are at the house, and you're like, uh, "Ladies, not right now. Get, turn the music off." You know, this Adrian Beltre. He's going to be pretty good. You see the you see the way that he moves. Hey, pay attention. Peter Gammons is on. <laughs> Just some respect. You know, we were talking a minute ago about the things we were doing in um, quarantine. They were like, yeah. hey, what in the world? Why, why was I spending so much time doing that? I think I have one that was at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. You, do you, uh, uh, in May of 2020, do you know what I did in the month of May? Starting May 1st to, or yeah, May 1st, what does May have? 31 days. You know what I did in 31 days? No. I walked 110 miles in hmm. a month. I'm like, I said to myself, you know, what, I'm going to see if I can walk 100 miles, which is, and it's basically, it's not as, it's not as difficult as you think it is. It's like what three it? miles. It's three miles a day. Yep. It's really all it is. Three miles a day, 31 days, put you over 100 miles. Yeah, but there's, there's some, t- that sounds easy. You can't miss a day. Well, right? that's and the thing. If you, if you it, miss a day, now what? What are you, so, what, you supposed yeah, to do? do six. six you got to do four. Day. You know, right? So I was like good for like three threes and a couple of sixes a week. But that, and, mm. and I look back like, what was I doing? That, what did I get? Do I look any different? No. Am I any healthier? No. All I did was burn a month off the calendar with something to do. That was. Did you like stupid. doing it? Did you like doing it? I liked it because I got to spend time with my wife because she would go with me most of the time. And I yep. liked it because I got to spend time with my daughter who would come on most of the walks, too. So but there you go. That, yeah, it sounds like right. a great use of time. Yeah. I'm supposed to Were you I doing? Want, I, I wait, wanted okay, to look wait. like Usain Bolt after I was done. Yeah. I wanted to what? look like an athlete again, and it didn't yeah. work. Well, that's not going to help. You and I are going for walks, and <laughs> people with strollers and two, two, uh, two dogs walking past us, we're not – it's not going to happen. <laughs> That's um, probably true. Were That's you doing, at that time, 
you doing morning show at that time? I was doing the updates. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was. I was well, from, no, in May. In May, were you doing? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I was still doing. Still doing and, the show. And LZ. Yeah. That, it wasn't until August that we'd gone to the updates. That was a weird dynamic doing the shows right when COVID started. Right. Yeah. So you're doing the shows from home. Um, and it's so much different. Like we talk about this, having a night show, you got to kind of think about the show all day, right? Like there's this it's anticipation. It's coming. It's waiting for you. Should yes. I do this? I didn't do enough of that. This, the morning thing is so nice because you get up, you kind of get going, you do all your, you know, prep, we do our call, all that stuff. And then it's done. Like, you know, whatever time it is, I just kind of think back on that too. This, the, uh, the no sports and trying to figure out what the hell you're going to talk about five days a week. Yeah, man. Let's, let's hope we don't have to do that again. Yeah. Get vaccinated, wear your masks, whatever it is that you need to do to contribute. Let's make sure that we do that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. All right, you ready for the good news? Or I should yeah. say we, we had the good news. Here's the, the not-so-good news for the Dodgers. Okay, what's that? Cody Bellinger needs to get going. Mm-hmm. And, and it's and we can he was hurt and he missed some time and that that's not nothing and that and if it were just that I would say okay he's just got to find his swing again he gets sure. his groove he's behind fine he'll be by the you know another month or so he'll be okay and let's hope that's what happens. Cody Bellinger last year, speaking of COVID year, that sixty game season he was not very good at all. Mm-hmm. He was not now defensively he was fantastic. He hit a huge home run in the World Series. He hit a mm-hmm. huge home run in the National League Championship Series. That he, they came at exactly the right time. And he huge defensive plays, right? Huge, mm-hmm. huge. And, and and that's what makes him such a good player. Is he's not just a, a feast or famine slugger. He can run. He plays a great center field. But if they're going to win the World Series again, they're going to need him to be a lot closer to that MVP version than a guy who got a couple of big hits for him in big moments. Because he, you, like we were talking about it before, right? We're talking about Muncy's their best hitter. Just, Justin Turner is a pro. Albert Pujols is a pro. You've got Mookie who's starting to come alive. Judd, Corey Seager is about as good a hitter as you're going to find. Chris Taylor's a We don't even talk about Bunch. He's the one guy that we see him come out. He's like, yeah, he's probably not going to get it. That's a problem. They, that, that needs to change, and I wonder how other Dodger fans feel about that. Is he at the top of your list of things that you're worried about moving forward? Is it the pitching? But for me, Al, it's, it, find a starting pitcher, number one. But number two, find a way to get Cody Bellinger being Cody Bellinger again. You know, it's, we, we spent a lot of time with the Dodgers kind of – I don't know if making excuses is the right way to put it. Um, Bellinger is one of those players that it, it's good to hear you say, no, 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 you – you got to come through. I mean, if this isn't a, I know they, listen, they've got so much talent that it's easy sometimes to forget about certain players, right? I mean, not every, not, not every club in baseball or even just look at basketball. There's certain players or there's certain teams where when I say a name, you're like, yeah, if that, if that player doesn't come through, we're screwed. The Dodgers can hide certain players. They can because they have so much talent. There's other guys that can step up. But when you're talking a World Series, everything's got to kind of click, right? It, it, you know, I was mentioning the Alden piece, and, and you said this earlier, that the most important player on the Dodgers in the second half of the season, do you remember who, who we put on there? Who's the Kershaw. most important player? It was Kershaw. Yeah. And I kind of, initially when I read that, I'm like, no, it's not Kershaw. You know why I say it's not Kershaw? Because I've already put Kershaw in the, no, you, you're going to come through. Like, yeah, there is no, no... He's money in the bank. Well, he's money in the bank, and there's no choice. You have right. to be money in the bank. Like, yeah. the... You know, sometimes we would say with Anthony Davis during the basketball season, is he going to show up? Is he not... 
you don't have an option. If you don't right. show up, there is no NBA championship. So that's why I kind of hesitated on the Kershaw front, but I understand what he's saying. Kershaw, you know, on – Exactly. The the yeah. okay. Well, how is he going to be in the second half of the season? Just based upon his health, I get that portion of it. But the Bellinger piece, that's one that I think. Um, I don't want to say he's got a free pass, but I haven't heard too many people talk about or go after Bellinger. Like you got to get this thing turned around. I think you're exactly. Look, think about it this way: the Dodgers have four MVPs on their team. Four. I mean, I believe it's the first time it's ever happened in the history of baseball. They have four guys on their team that have won the most valuable player. You've got Mookie, you've got Albert, you've got Clayton Kershaw, and you've got Cody Bellinger. Okay, all four of those guys have won MVP. Kershaw, uh, I I should say, Albert's won more than one. He's a Mm -hmm. multiple-time MVP winner. And Mookie, uh, if you said to me, does he get another one or not before it's all said and done? Absolutely, I think he does get another one. Mm -hmm. Cody Bellinger's wasn't a fluke. He had a great season, but that's how deep they are. But you're right. This is something that needs to be addressed. This is something that needs to get going. And the Kershaw piece, I think that that's exactly right. Because Walker Bueller is going to give you – you talk about money in the bank. That, that, that is a 100% certainty that he's going to pitch well. Urias, I have good feelings. But Kershaw, not because I'm worried that he's going to spit the bit the way he has historically, because I think he's kind of gotten over that. I think he rolls now. But he's at a certain age, and he's dealing with an arm injury, a forearm tightness or however they described it, that – you know, there, there's no guarantee that he comes back and, and pitches the way he did in the first half, which was good, not great. You know, it was it was fine because, it look, the good, not great version of Clayton Kershaw is good enough for them to win the World Series. He doesn't have to be MVP Kershaw, but he's got to be all-star Kershaw. He's got to be the guy that can go out there and, and after – because Walker Bueller goes out there and sticks the bat down your throat, and then you turn around and, oh, damn, here comes Kershaw. That's what we need. Not that, oh, okay, look, Kershaw's gettable. That, that guy needs to go away. Travis, there's two things we have to do when we come back here. Okay, yeah. I think we, we, we've kind of broke this all down. I, I don't know about you, but there is uh, top-ranked jerseys that came out yesterday. Okay, Eldon Campbell, number one. No, Eldon was sixth. Taj Gibson? Fourth. Um, <laughs> Top-selling jerseys came out, okay? Okay. And then I, I got this. We'll do kind of some jersey ranking. And by the way, what jersey would you just the, – the worst jersey that you – you just don't want to wear this player, represent this player. We could do that as well. All right, we got that plus – And uh, then I, I got this story that yeah. I think is interesting. What do you got? This couple is offering wedding uh, wedding guests – Better food, depending on how expensive their gift their um, their gift is. So I think there's there's some that? criteria here. This is almost like it's like a sales pitch here. So I, I, I want to explain to you what I'm referring to when we come back. You give me a TV, I'll give you king king crap. That's how it works in uh, the <laughs> wedding world right now. That's all coming up. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. I'll say anything, Trav. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted, Trav. That's all I wanted. People driving around Southern California, disappointed that there wasn't Serbian music, but they got Bob Marley as their second option. That's all I wanted, Trav. 
That's it. You on strike? You're not going to say anything now? I mean, I don't know. I just I don't know if we're doing Jodeci or JL Sleeka or whatever it is. I'm never really quite sure what's going on with the music. Chris okay, that. so I, I got a question. I want to put you All in right. this scenario, okay? Hit me. You get invited to a wedding. Love a wedding. Love right? a wedding. And and listen, you're looking forward to it. This is a good friend of yours, and you're excited. Okay. Right? And then you look at the invitation, okay. and it says, so that we may prepare your preferred dinner, please circle your gift level and indicate a meal choice <laughs> for each person in your party. What? Okay. Okay. Wait, me, hold on, hold on. Hit me with that again. Okay. What? So that we may prepare your preferred dinner, please circle your gift level and indicate a meal choice for each person in your party. All right? Okay. So you're going to have some options here. So you're getting ready. You're going to go to this wedding. You're excited about it. It's a friend of yours that's getting married. And on the invitation, this is what it says. <laughs> One option is loving gift. Mm-hmm. Up to $250. Oh, they put a number on it. I love this. This Keep is going. what you get if you give up to $250. You get roasted chicken or swordfish. Those are your options. <laughs> then there's the silver gift. Oh, okay. $251 to $500 based upon the gift level that you give. Okay. You get sliced steak or poached salmon. Then it continues. You like salmon. Golden gift. Give $501 to $1,000 of value in a gift. You get filet mignon or lobster tails. And then finally, the platinum gift. Okay. What does this say? Uh, what am I? Is Herbalife? Like, what is that? I feel like, I, <laughs> like there's like levels I'm getting to, upsold at a car dealership, right? right? They, Something like that. Get, if you get leather interior, uh-huh. we, can, we can work with you. $1,001 to $2,500. Two-pound lobster plus Whoa. souvenir champagne. Um, that, those are your options. And if you got this in the mail as part of your invitation, what mm-hmm. would you do? Well, considering this way- is a real story, <laughs> yeah, no, this is a couple great. that did this. Okay? I've never heard that. Is That's bold. You, you are, you are really letting people know how you feel about them. And they're very clearly going to let you know how they feel about you mm-hmm. here in a minute as well. You want um, some filet? Step it up. <laughs> they could it also TV. be some kind of reverse psychology f- for telling people like, don't come to our wedding? Could be. But it also is telling me that you're, uh, I can't say the word I want to say on the radio, but it's telling me you're got a bad the answer. guy. I already got the answer. Guy. I already got the answer. What? Answer is simple here. It says up to two hundred and fifty dollars, and I get roasted chicken or swordfish. Mm-hmm. Probably coming in at one eighty. <laughs> Probably coming at one eighty. Let me get that roasted chicken, and uh, I'm not paying. I'm not well, dropping. Of course, you're getting the roasted chicken. Like I'm not dropping. Saying. I'm not dropping over a thousand dollars for two pounds of lobster. Uh, I'm going to go to a great seafood restaurant, spend 300 bucks, and get my two pounds of lobster. Yeah, that that that's pretty aggressive. Look, it, as as the only person here, Funch, when are you getting married? Do you have a date I, I don't have a date. I don't have a date yet. No. Okay, let me help you out. Let's set it right now. Get your girl on. No, <laughs> no. I hope she's not listening right now, too. Let me help you out, because when you guys are getting set to do your, your wedding, um, I, I've been married for uh, be 24 years here, coming up in a couple of months. Um, so we had a successful wedding. Um, we, I have been to a number of weddings, both successful and unsuccessful. I've been to the fun ones. I've been to the boring ones. I've been to everything in between. Let me explain to you and why these people that are trying to bleed their guests for money, yeah. what matters when they go to a wedding. There are one, one and a half things that matter when you go to a wedding. The half thing is the music. 
Okay, you either need to have a really good DJ or a really good band. Don't worry, if, I have good music at my wedding. If the DJ is right or the band is right, you're in a really the good whole spot. vibe. Yep, you're, the you're, whole you're vibe in changes. A great spot or right a terrible there. spot. Yep, or, right. Or it can put it the other way. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, what are we doing with our booze? Yep. If 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 the open booth, bar if the if the bar is open we're off and running no matter what else happens it it's a great wedding if the music yeah. is good and the bar is flowing it's a great wedding I've mm-hmm. I, I've been I don't want to over exaggerate I bet you I've been to thirty weddings in my life at least it might be fifty but it's at least thirty I can't tell you a single morsel of food I have had at a single wedding not once. Have I gone, oh, that food is really good. Not once have I gone, that food was terrible. All it is, is, and that's coming from me, okay, which this stuff's important to me. All you remember is the band kicked ass or the band sucked or they really going to bleed me for $9 a Corona here? That's all you remember. That's it. That's the mm-hmm. entire entity. You really don't remember of, food at all from a wedding? A, oh, I, I definitely been to weddings yeah, where we I'm like, food. the food. No, no, no. The, the food stood out. It's never, ever been a part of my experience at a wedding. And not, not a single band and booze. That's it. One idea that I've been trying to pass my fiance is let's get an in and out truck for a wedding. Great what do you guys idea. Think about that? I'd love it. I love it. Me too. I, Me think, too. I love it I th- too. I think more, I mean, it just depends how formal your wedding is going to be. I think more for the dessert. Like, I You've see that often. You've never a double-double in a tuxedo, Slee? <laughs> Take a double-double in time. <laughs> What's on your shirt? Uh, just some ketchup. <laughs> lady Slee's never had her gown covered in grilled onions? You've, you've never done that? <laughs> uh, by the way, how terrible would that be? They run out of food like you had with your taco truck? Okay. You say they're at a wedding? Can I ask one other question about that wedding that you mentioned now? Mm-hmm. Dude, these people clearly don't have any real friends. You would never, ever put a price tag on what your friends are going to give you as a gift. That's a bad idea. The, idea the whole thing's wedding, a bad idea. Come and celebrate our love. Let's all have a party together and kick off our life together. That's it, right? And well, let's have a few it, drinks and, and dance a little bit. That's no, it. No, th- this, this is what it comes down to. If you're depending on your guests, and this is not that uncommon. You know, I also come from the, you know, there, there's... In the Middle Eastern culture, at least me growing up, like there's a lot of the well, how much did they leave for the wedding? Like there is a lot of that. And oh, that's really? Not, yeah, and that's not good. That's okay. that's not a good sign. <laughs> but I, but I, but I think the I think if you're depending on your guests to like, hey, we're gonna cash in and we're gonna we're gonna pay this thing off or whatever the case is, yeah, you're off to a you're off to a bad start. That's, that's a that, bad start. That's not a good start. So take me through the jerseys. Take me through because the new rankings came out, right? We know who the the highest selling individuals are, and we know who the highest selling teams are. No surprise at all. The Lakers are number one on the team rankings because they're the Lakers, and Laker fans are in every city in America. So you know that they're going to put some of the individual rankings a little bit more surprising. All right, so it is. I mean, I listen. I, I find this, and I might have to lean on Emily and Funches on this one. I'm trying to find the. Uh, I got to look back and uh, look here for a quick second. But the rankings here have it like this. All right, Trav. Uh-huh. So Lakers in um, in team sales, no surprise there. They're number one. Okay. Brooklyn was number two. Funch is uh, jumping, <laughs> jumping here at any moment. I can't find the tweet. It's um, Phoenix is okay. three. Milwaukee okay, is four. Chicago okay. Okay. So, so yeah. let's stay right there. Go, go through the first five again. L.A., the, the Lakers, obviously. Yep. Brooklyn, Phoenix, Milwaukee, and Chicago. Okay. Is that not surprising at all? I know they're winning. Phoenix is number three. 
Milwaukee is number four. Uh-huh. I mean, did it change that quick? I mean, the Phoenix clearly, Suns. Clearly, it did. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Phoenix Suns is a very commonly used in the pregame show a punchline, right? Yeah. Like the Sacramento Kings. That's it's been like that for years. Well, you don't want to end up like the Sacramento Kings. You don't want to end up like the Phoenix Suns. They're number three in sales. Does it turn around that quick? Yes. It's Lee, everybody loves a winner, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a winner. And I guarantee you, and we've seen it happen uh, here in Southern California, too. Look, the Padres are a great example of this, right? That all of a mm-hmm. sudden, it's like, Padres I'll go down as D. Yeah, they've been here for 60 <laughs> years, and I've lived in San Diego, and I've seen 10 Padre hats, and now every car's got a flag flying from its window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love a winner. So when Phoenix starts to win, people that couldn't tell you who – Charles Barkley was or who Dan Marley was or Kevin Johnson or any of those guys, all of a sudden they've all got Devin Booker t-shirts on. I get it. It makes complete sense to me. Okay, players. You know who's number two in the NBA in jersey sales? LeBron was number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, Giannis? Yeah. Wait a minute. You've been selling me (laughs) on how this is not a big NBA finals. There are no real kind of star power in this thing. Giannis is number two in jersey sales? People like a winner. did all European of Europe? Sales. Did all of yeah, Europe go. just go and purchase uh, <laughs> purchase a Giannis jersey? Yeah, I think Giannis is the international guy is probably a big part of that. And look, it, people that like this stuff want to do this stuff. This is the way that this stuff goes. And so all of a sudden, if I if I want to have the guy, well, I got to get yeah. Devin Booker. I got to get a yeah. Giannis. These are the guys that are doing it. That we'll put that aside for a second because this is uh, this is very very important. We have wedding we have wedding input. Let's yeah. start in Culver City with Cam. Cam, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, first off, guys, really love the show. You guys are quickly becoming one of my favorite shows on this network. So good job. Appreciate Keep it. it Thank you. Hey, Travis, I just want to say, dude, you've never been to a Middle Eastern wedding or what, bro? Yeah, no, I have. I have. I've been. I've been to one, but I didn't. They didn't ask me for a receipt at the door. They didn't ask me that. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, dude, you. If you've been to a real Middle Eastern wedding, like Al, I'm sure has plenty of times. You got the kebabs, man. You got the lamb shank. You got all the food flowing. You got the good beverages flowing. How can you not remember that? Come no, on, Trav. Bro. Well, well, Cam, Cam, it's a great point because. If Travis is not remembering the food, I'm telling you, there's some of these weddings you're walking away like, that food was amazing. Oh, by the way, the bar was open the entire time. Oh, by the way, I don't even know what dance or music this is, but these people are hammered and they're having a great yes. time. There's a great combination of all that. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I stand by what I said. What I'm saying is that once it's over, I'm not saying that you don't sit down and get a rubber piece of chicken and go, oh, that's gross. I, of course that's happened. And I'm not saying what Cam just said isn't true, that you sit down and all of a sudden they give you this kebab. They go, oh, my God, that's delicious. I can't. I More, more. How do I get more? I get it. But I'm saying that after words what you remember was the wedding was fun or not it was exciting or not you had that and that goes back to music and liquor <laughs> those are the two things that will determine whether you are having fun the meal is fine but it's not at least for me it's not what i remember this is at all. the only time this might be the only time that we talked to travis rogers and the meal is not the foundation. It's not. It's yeah, not the foundation. you're right. It's a. Uh, it's a. This is bit of an a side dish. This is. Uh, this is an afterthought. But <laughs> I get it. That 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 makes me think. Then you're spending a lot of time at the bar. Well, that's probably accurate. Let's try one more. Let's go to Downey and Jason. Jason, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Jay? What's up, boy? So I actually got married last month, and I can honestly say that we had. Thank you. We had the we had the fun wedding, and now I also think that. Being the first event that family and friends got together helped, but I got to say this, Funch, you're getting married. 
we wanted to do the In-N-Out truck, but unfortunately, our venue couldn't fit it. So we had that was I was really sad about that. And we went to um, a caterer, and I just didn't really like like the roasted chicken, the Brussels sprouts. I didn't really like that. So my wife said, "You know what? Let's get fire brick oven pizza." And let me tell you, the Whoa, the, yeah. the, the people <laughs> sure. who did it were awesome. We had pizzas. They made chicken lollipops. They made endless amount of salad, and it was amazing. And for I guess the second half of food, we did um, we did hot dogs, LA dogs. We found someone to we we gave them all the supplies, and they just came and cooked hot dogs. So around ten thirty, they just cooked all the hot dogs till the end. And let me tell you, we had an open bar, and Score. it was probably the the one of the most expensive behind the venue, but it was Jason, well worth Jason, it. Jason, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? I work. I work for the post office. Scratch it. You need to be a wedding planner. All right. So, <laughs> get. It sounds like sounds like you and your girl know what you're doing. Appreciate you calling in. That's man. That's great. And you heard what he said at the end. We had an open bar, expensive, and it absolutely is what made it. One more, very quickly here. Let's go to Baldwin Park and Ray. Ray, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? So I'm actually a wedding MC DJ out here in LA, all the way down in Southern California, and you guys nice. hit it right on the head. When I tell people about their wedding and what they should be looking out for, it's a reflection of them. So when it comes down to music and alcohol, that's what people are going to remember. They want to have a good time, and they want to be drunk when they're doing it, right? And that's what matters. It's, they're not going to remember the chicken, the poached <laughs> salmon. They'll, Thank they'll you, remember Ray. bad food. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Thanks for the that call, That is Ray. kind of funny. They're just back in the car saying, hey, let me tell you something. Those that was awesome. <laughs> that hummus and tabula. That <laughs> That is that good. Got me. I do like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear on the Goodyear hotline. All right, let's talk more about those jerseys. Which one, Slee, would you put on, and which one would I never be caught dead? And, yeah, the answer is probably all of them. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. So- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We still got Shark Week going on right now, right, Emily? We got a, Yes, our, we got Shark Week fact. going on. We're getting our jaws. Oh, there it goes. We got... Uh, so my shark fact of the day is having to do with one of the best shark movies ever, Sharknado. Have you guys heard of this this movie? Yeah, it stars Steve Sanders. Oh, yeah. So it's it's coming off of something that actually it could happen. It, there was a close call in Australia where a uh, no, water this was spout, based off a of, yeah the Sharknado was based off a documentary. Yes, and and, and and there was sharks littered around Australia because they had a water spout that spit out all these sharks from from, uh, from the, the ocean. ocean. So Sounds, uh, makes be, sense to me. Beware, sharks could come at you depending on uh, how close we are to the ocean. Yep, they love snorkeling too. They love snorkeling. <laughs> So I shouldn't be going snorkeling in uh, Hawaii then, huh? Yeah, Funches, the the fact that we have Shark Week and you're just 
You going to Hawaii this Saturday? No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. No worries. Yeah, I, never happens. No, you, you never see it on the news every week. You know what's the scariest part about this stuff, too, is what's now that? that we have drones and really good cameras oh. that you can put on the drones, you see that these creatures are right So on much the closer beach. than they're, you would have ever imagined. <laughs> they're right there. So yep. where I live is not far from uh, San Clemente, right? It's not far from the San Juan Capistrano Beach. There was a video the other day of a what looked to be about a 10 or 12-foot great white shark literally in the waves, breaking in the waves, just kind of chilling. This guy on a stand-up paddleboard goes right over the top of it and never, ever sees it until it is literally you know how much six that inches away happens? from his board. You know how much that probably happens? Like, just think of the Pacific Ocean. and You oh. have all these people out there surfing. And just Or just, you know, it, beautiful weather. The beaches are packed around 4th of July weekend. You know how much is under that water that we oh. never see and have no idea? Nope. I don't like to go into places where I'm not the apex predator. That would include the mountains and the ocean. I'm out. <laughs> All right, let's try a quick phone call here. Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Let's go to Rancho Cucamonga and Jesse. Jesse, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Jess? Hey, what's up, guys? Big fan. Um, so back to the stuff with the uh, food at the weddings. I'm a yeah. banquet cook out here at a golf course. Okay. I cook for weddings. And at the end of the day, you know, I'll put my heart and soul to these 200 dishes, 18-hour days, and people mm-hmm. really don't care at the end of the day. They just want to have a good time. Music, drinks, vibe, atmosphere, all that good stuff. Yeah, I think you're right, Jesse. And, and look, like, like – I appreciate what you and the other chefs and the cooks are doing to get these things ready because, to, to your point, to cook 200 meals is just an unbelievable task, right, to get all of those things out at the same time. And you, it, as you're eating it, you make you did it, it this Trev. is good or bad. No, you did it, man. Music? You discouraged every freaking chef that was cooking food for these weddings. That's what you did. I hope you're happy with yourself. What I'm telling them is they should worry less about what's going on the plate and because people are going to remember the band, not the food. People are going to remember whether or not the bartender said, hey, I need 10 bucks for that gin and tonic, or whether or not they were just saying, how many of those you want? Seven? Cool. Here they go. Set you up, and you walk out the door. That's what have matters. You, have you been to, for all the weddings, you said you've been to 40 weddings, whatever lot, it is. yeah. What percentage of those are open bar? Half. Really? I'd say it's half. Yeah, I'd say it's half. Maybe, maybe a little a, bit more than that. That's a very half. small maybe, percentage. Maybe 65, but it's it's not, put it this way, it's not three out of four. It's less than that. I'd, I'd Pro- say it's half. Mine's probably, it's got to be minimum 80%, but probably closer to 90% open bar. Really? Yeah, yeah so so it, it, it part of it depends, obviously, on who's getting married and who's paying for the wedding. If you have the mom and the dad stepping up. I think up, for me it's, it's more of a culture thing. Like, yeah. you, you kind of have to do it. But if you're if you're young and you're paying for this thing yourself, an open yeah. bar is a big ask. Yeah. Right? If you're right out of college and you're getting married and, you know, you, you have to foot the bill for that. Of course. That's a lot. That is a but but here's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Find a way to do it and your wedding will be more fun. Find a way to do it and everybody'll have a good time. All right, Slee, you have to wear it tomorrow at yep. the or I should say, LAFC game. You have to wear a jersey. Who are you picking? It can be anything you want. It could be NBA, it could be whatever you want to do. Um Yeah, I I think it's kind of actually an easy one for me. I, I think rocking a Kobe jersey. You know, just throwing on Kobe. Um I do a number eight. Over number twenty four. Let me do a little old school Kobe. I, I I'd go Kobe. Afro. Who Kobe, you rocking? Not bald Kobe. Um, 
For me, it's easy for me, too, because much like you for the Lakers, I'm going to go Dodgers because that's uh-huh. the team that matters the most to me, the mm-hmm. one that I care the most about. And when I was super into it, when I was mm-hmm. just all about it every single day, all day long, he was the guy that was just running L.A., Fernando. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going Fernando. That I, I, one, I think 34 is a cool number. And number two, I just think that everybody, do, really old Dodger fans get it, really young Dodger fans get it, that it's a Fernando thing for sure. I, I Maybe if it's not Fernando, it's Oral Hershiser because i got to pick a pitcher as a pitcher. But those are the two for me. And Fernando's probably far out ahead of Oral, if I'm being honest. Um, all right, we got the dump coming up next. Uh, yeah, we got the dump coming up next. I want to know who you don't want to wear for your jersey. Oh, don't want to wear. Um... Uh, not rocking. Ooh, that's a good question. I'll just go current NBA players. Uh-huh. I'm not rocking a Kyrie or a James Harden ever in my. First of all, I'm not even a jersey guy. Like I only own, I think, two or three jerseys. So I think a Kyrie or a James Harden. No, thank you. Those are one and one A. Mostly that's Kyrie. The exact right answer, and you can go ahead Kyrie. and add Chris Paul to that list. It's the dump <laughs> coming up next. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. All right, Slee, let's start with this one. This one comes from uh, Hollywood. New movie, uh, one of the Marvel movies, Black Widow, is getting uh, is out. You can go see that right now. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, of course, is Black Widow, and her husband, Colin Jost, the Saturday Night Live uh, writer-slash-weekend update guy, says that he tried very hard to avoid any Black Widow spoilers. Do you have to avoid any sort of uh, work talk with your Lady Slee, or is she just not interested to begin with? Yeah, not interested. Not not interested. The the it, it's kind of funny um, from a sports perspective. Whatever I do, um, from a you know just games, whatever the case, she really has no interest at all. You know the one show that she'll sit down and watch if I'm watching. What what do you think it is in the world of sports? Oh, sport. Uh, oh, uh, is it like Hard Knocks or something like that? Inside the NBA. Yeah, okay. Oh, because she likes Shaq and, T- and Kenny and, and yep. uh, Charles? She likes Shaq and, and, and Barkley. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Somebody who knows nothing about sports. Look, couldn't it, care less about sports. And she wants an, to watch Inside the NBA. Yeah, it's not an accident that that is widely considered the greatest studio show in the history of the format. And that and you just explained why, that your your girlfriend who has no interest in sports mm-hmm. wants to watch that show. That that explains everything right there. If, if uh, I'm not even sure my family knows what I do for a living. I don't, I don't even think they know where I go every day. I think they just, you know, there goes... Do you work at Sprouts? Work comes home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, why, why, why do you not have to... Why do you wear T-shirts? Still bagging groceries, Dad? Well, what's the deal? <laughs> the other dads wear ties and suits. Why do you leave in shorts and a T-shirt every day? All right, here's the next one. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting an animated show on Netflix. And let me just tell you right ahead, uh, Slee. Yeah. On the list of things that I'm interested in, yep. the Royals... Mm-hmm. Are at the go to the bottom of the list mm-hmm. and then flip four hundred more pages and then that's where you will find Harry and Meghan Markle in my isn't interest it, level in the two of them. Trav, isn't it fascinating? Either people love it or want nothing to do with it. I don't think there's really a middle ground. I'm with you. Like when I, I always kind of question, like what what's what? Why is what this on? Doing? Why am I at the grocery store and this is on the front of every magazine? Like <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, it's, uh, we don't it says, have a queen. It's exactly. It says it says shed twenty five pounds in thirty days, and then the next one is all about the royal family. 
<laughs> Do William, was it William? Is that the other one? I think it's William. Did William and That's Harry William. Act, actually hate each other? I don't know. I don't care. Is the, is the queen actually 147 years old? Yes. Hey, Trav, we, we say that, but in reality, I'm like, I'll buy this one. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> buying that magazine. <laughs> I, I mean, if we want to talk Meghan Markle in, what was she, in Suits? Was that the show that she was in or one of those USA shows? I think it was mm-hmm. Suits. Uh, yeah, she. I'll, I'll watch that. That's 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 more my speed. I'm with you on the royal family. I, I don't have interest, and there are some people that every single move they're interested. Yeah, no, hard hard pass on air quotes royals. Unless it's about George Brett or Brett Saberhagen, I'm not interested in anything that has anything to do with the royals. Apparently, we're getting back to uh, buffets, Slee, that you can go and serve yourself at a buffet. Are you ready? You ready to jump back in that with the? COVID situation that we're dealing with. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I thought there was going to be a time where I was going to adjust, like not having masks on and stuff like that. The moment I was vaccinated and I waited that two-week period, Mm -hmm. I don't have a a mask in my car. I'm walking. I don't care if everybody has a mask on, but the buffet thing I don't think I'm ready for. The buffet kind of getting in there, I know it's probably going to be done differently. I wasn't a huge buffet fan to begin with, but I, I don't think I'll be the first one in line. No, I, I, I'm with you on that. That's one of those things that as much as I enjoy eating out and everything else, that's something that I, I if I never get another one of those again, unless it's the Four Seasons in Santa Barbara, that's the one exception to the rule. Uh, I'm good. I, I, do, I do not have to do that again. How, how do they get the uh, pods, Lee? ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa. You'll get the full two hours Monday through Friday. All right, we're going to get you ready for your weekend tomorrow. It is the Friday edition of Travis and Slee. We started at 8.55, and you are going to be there. We'll see you then.